0: Welcome back, bitches. This is Girl Why Podcast. I'm Terry, and I'm Vanessa. And this week, Vanessa and I are all you got.
1: That's right, y'all. So sorry if you were expecting someone else. It's just us two. Happy Thursday, Queen. Woo! Happy Thursday, girl. I'm happy that it's just you and I. I mean, I have loved having all of these guests that we've been having recently. We had Danielle Dodd. We had Peach for her wedding episode. We've done a couple other recordings with some featured guests that we will be announcing later on. Uh, So we've been pretty busy. I mean, the podcasting world for us has definitely ramped the fuck up. I mean, we have gone from like one episode. What have we we done so far this week? We're going to be like on three or four that we recorded this week. So we're pretty busy.
0: Yeah. Tomorrow will be our fourth of the week and it is Tuesday.
1: Yeah, girl. Like it's the real deal out here. So with that said, we are uh, constantly updating our merch, our website, so make sure that you're checking us out on growbypodcast.com because um, as we continue to record new things and work with new people, we're definitely evolving our merch, so you definitely want to check that out. Um, I have had so many things going on that I just kind of want to just dive in because I have a lot to say this week. I feel like because we've had guests for the last two weeks, I haven't been able to like catch everybody up on my life so I moved officially today is officially one week that we are living in our new second place um it has been exciting it has been stressful in some ways um so what we decided to do is we decided to move and then get like new furniture versus bringing all our furniture that we have at our other house which is exciting and fun but like girl COVID is like ruining life okay? Like ruining life. So you order things like from places, whether it's like Wayfair, City Furniture, you know, whomever. You order it today and then tomorrow it's on back order because apparently nothing is coming in. And obviously everything is made in China nowadays. So nothing is coming in. So like I literally, my desk for my, for us to podcast and for me to work off of, I have now just today ordered my third one because I've had to cancel them because every time I order them, they go on back order. Like the one I ordered last night, was supposed to be coming in like a week. And then this morning I wake up, Oh, it's on backward until January. Like my lease will practically be up.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say, it's not when you move back.
1: Seriously. Okay. So that's been like the only negative. Now, mind you, I know that those are first world problems. So I'm not trying to like bitch, but I'm just saying like, you know, when you move, it's just like, Oh, can't just something go right. And girl. So, you know, I live on the 15th floor in Fort Lauderdale. So I'm used to being up high in the sky. No critters can get to me. You, you got, got
0: bugs? Whew,
1: girl. Ah! <laughs> first, of all, first of all, I got no damn bugs, okay? But, so the trash thing is a little different here. It's not like how it is at home where I just throw my sh- trash down my shoe and it's gone out of sight out of mine. Here... We're on the first floor and then like, there isn't like a big dumpster. So you have like these bins outside your front door and there's a trash valet service that comes every evening to pick up your trash. But then the weird fucked up part is they don't come on Fridays and Saturdays, which is like, I feel like when you would probably have the most trash because you you're turning up, you got your beer cans and your pizza boxes and you know, that's kind of weird already. Like, what are you going to do? Shove this trash up my ass for the next three days, (laughs) whatever. But, so, like, the first night that we were actually cooked, like, we, like, cook-cooked. Like, you know, the first couple nights you to take out, we were unpacking, whatever. But, like, the first night that we cook cook we made ribs. Fire-ass ribs, too, girl. Got my new air fryer, freaking hooked them up in the, in the air fryer. We had some nice ribs that night. So, I don't know about you, but, like, normally, like, when I have, like, food like that, I like to throw the trash out. I don't like to keep that in my house, you know, like, the bones and stuff like that. So, girl, girl. So, we put this trash in the bin, like, we're supposed to by the door. And the next day, I get up. First of all, the trash never got picked up that night. And a raccoon got into my bin. Okay, he climbed into my bin, ripped through the bag. I assume it's a raccoon. It had to be some sort of a rodent. And, girl, there was bones everywhere. Like, we're some hood ratchets throwing bones all over the place. I literally (laughs) have bones all over my front door. And then, you know me, I don't do rodents. I was, like, shitting if the raccoon was going to come out and get me. So... That has been my situation since I moved in here. I am afraid to like literally go out my front door because obviously there's rodents. And do you have any suggestions on how to keep raccoons away?
0: Um. Yeah. No. No. You're I' freaking I... useless. Well, listen, because you're you're a spoiled ass bitch. You should see what has made its its way into my house. Like well, if, if there's a will, there is a mother effing way. Like. Yeah.
1: Inside the house? I'm, no, I, I'm out of here. Yeah, if, girl! If a raccoon gets in here, girl, I'm out. Like, I'm out. Me and Bella, I'm getting Bella and I'm heading back to Fort Lauderdale 15 floors up where I'm real safe. Because I'm shook already when I saw them okay. bones everywhere.
0: So when it rains, you get, like, the flying palmetto bugs.
1: I've like- seen one roach so far that already had me shook. So I made my husband go to Home Depot and buy a gallon of, like, spray and we literally, like, sprayed the entire house outside and so we wasted, like, an entire gallon. I have not seen anything since. I'm telling you, girl, I'm not made for this ground living. I'm not. You, I, I'm not cut out for this shit.
0: Do you live near water?
1: Yes. a little oh. pond back here.
0: Okay, so rats. Oh, hell no! Yes, that's a... If that's I see a... a rat,
1: Terry, I'm out. I'm out, like, straight up.
0: I told you, I... I I've had a whole family that I had to murder underneath my deck because I'm near the water. Like, no. they that's where they gravitate to girl and you're gonna have roaches my thing is lizards i hate lizards i've been scared of lizards since i was a little girl one jumped on my face so you rather have a roach
1: in your house and a lizard
0: oh hell yes oh
1: no 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 Mm -mm. because
0: i can because i i'll kill a roach and i won't really feel that bad about it because those are apocalyptic bugs you know what i mean but if Mm -hmm. i fuck i'm not gonna stomp on a lizard but I can't even catch it because it's too darty and its eyes are fucking going all over the place. They Mm. freak me out. I hate it. So I get these little geckos that like slide up from like the underside of my house. I don't know if they're coming in through the toilet or fucking what they creep me out. It's, it's ugly out here living on the dirt.
1: Well, my aunt said she had a dream that a snake came up. I don't even know where If I see a snake come up. I'm scared. It's going to come up my toilet now. Now I'm scared. It just yeah, feels I, like, I, I, always I feel like, like she manifested it into the earth. And now, like, I've seen that on TV. Like, I, I'm so scared that a damn snake's going to be, like, eating my ass, literally.
0: Don't pee in the dirt. I mean, pee in the dirt. Don't oh. pee in the dark. <laughs> turn I the bathroom know, light on. I know.
1: And usually I am the type, I'm not going to lie, that, like, in the middle of the night I get up, I just go and I don't turn the light on. But I might need me a little nightlight. <laughs>
0: yeah. I had a snake I was gonna in my say, house. say,
1: like, this ground living I haven't lived on the ground in, like, over eight years. Like, ground level. You know what I mean? Um, This ground living is for the fucking birds. Like, mind you, so far, like I said, we're one roach in. It was a little baby one, but had me shook. The rodents outside my door really had me shook because I'm thinking, like, what if I come home late from the bar? Are they just camping out here? Like, Uh what is going on, girl? So, I did. And you know my ass. I called the front office. (laughs) Ah. What do you think I'm paying here for?
0: <laughs> Did they laugh at you?
1: They, first of all, they didn't even come back. Okay. <gasps> they sent me an email. Come am like, man, we're working on it. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Vanessa was I'm, like, what do you do? Amen. Amen, girl. So. That is what I'm dealing with right now. I'm week one in with that situation. Other than that, the place is really cute. I'm very happy with it. I think we made a good decision, minus the rodents um, thus far. But it's really cozy. It's coming together nicely. You're going to come visit me soon, right?
0: I I don't know, because I've only seen the closet. So
1: You're dead to me. <laughs> i was gonna yeah, come to town and right meet up with you this weekend for your birthday but i'm actually really busy now so yeah anyways what's oh. new your world terry how are you in bay
0: oh the fans want to know fabulous we are just <laughs> doing great it guys i am over the hill now
1: what hill, I on, mon- hill.
0: on monday i will be 28 years old Woo girl Mm. Oh, you'll never My be the bi- same again. My biological clock is ticking. It's oh. time to pop out a baby. Oh. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to feel. I don't know what to think. But yeah, me and Bay are fine.
1: That's wonderful. That is <laughs> wonderful. Uh, her and Bay are fine, and she wants to pop out a baby. I mean, no, no,
0: no, that's not what I said. I, I that's just basically you know, what you said. Yeah,
1: are you I trying to say I, I don't gotta- understand what you're saying.
0: I got a little, I got a little bit of baby fever, but I'm over it now. Like I do realize they just cry and poop. So I, I'll be over it in a second.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so before we get into this week's topic, um, do we want to talk about some of the guests we have coming up or just let it be a surprise when they come up?
0: Um, I think it should be a surprise, but we will say that there are, there's a couple from TLC and we have another guest from TLC and then we have another guest that actually worked for Ellen.
1: Yep. yep. So. And just to give a little, just more ump to it, TLC, if you are a 90 Day Fiance fan, Terry and I have been obsessing lately. We're like binge watching like it's our job because it kind of is. <laughs> and, but we're loving it. So stay tuned for that. That'll be really exciting. Um, I'm excited about it. I think so far so good everybody has been so nice and so pleasant to talk to you so i'm really looking forward to sharing that with everybody but this week okay so we have so many things that i want to dive into and this we're only going to do a little bit of because there's a lot of celeb shit going on finally that i really want to talk to you guys about because you know i live for this stuff but it's been brought to our attention that people lack home training and let's first say home training not training okay there is a definition in the urban dictionary of what that means for those of you who don't understand what it means is what your mama gave you when she taught you table manners and social etiquette and showed you how to behave in public and a lot of you are lacking it like it, it baffles my mind terry
0: it's probably not your fault i mean As we said before, it's probably your mama's fault, your aunt's fault, your grandma's fault, your grandpa's fault. We don't know. But like, we just want to help you guys out.
1: But now we're the ones suffering as your peers in the world.
0: (laughs) So what is the Urban Dictionary definition of home training?
1: Were you not listening? I just gave you that. What your mama gave you when she taught you table manners and social etiquette and showed you how to behave in public. An also, example- I was going to say, since Terry ain't listening, y'all, an example might be, hey, little boy, act like you got some home training. I know I've yes. said that plenty of times in my life, okay? Act like you got some damn home training. And it's just like, there's just certain shit you don't do. Am I right? So,
0: yes. So the basics that I want to cover for those that, lack like you know. It and it? Need- yeah. Let's say that you're on step one. Mm-hmm. You, you got to chew with your mouth closed. You can't smack when you eat. You don't eat soup with a fork, and you don't eat salad with a spoon. Who does? Those are the, those are the basics. That's right.
1: Basic, one oh one, of home training. Seriously, like your mama should have smacked you at the table when you're, (laughs) like you know, (laughs) chew with your mouth closed,
0: little boy. So, number one, if you invite someone into your home. You are a host. So what are we going to... We're going to talk about what a host means. What does that
1: mean? Well, hosting can come in lots of different ways, whether you're hosting in your home, you're hosting at a venue, but it usually means that as the host, you're supplying the food and drinks. Your guest can and may offer to bring something, and it is okay for you to say, sure, Sally, bring a pasta salad. Sure, Sally bring vodka of your choice or the bottle of wine of your choice however it is not your guest's responsibility to go to the local grocery store and fill up your entire fridge for the festivities that is bad hosting in my opinion
0: this is not a soup kitchen correct if someone is traveling to see you Mm -hmm. to spend time with you paying airfare driving spending gas money to get to you Mm -hmm. then yes uh your refrigerator is theirs (laughs) because that's
1: a host comes with hosting when you invite people into your home it's just like a part of it another thing when you host that means that you clean your own house you load your own dishwasher you wash your own sheets when said guest departs like (laughs) Listen, I have been to a million homes for dinner, okay, in my lifetime. Yes, I will offer to, or not offer, but I will politely pick up my plate from the table when I'm done with my silverware, and I will say, hey, John, where can I put this? If there's food left, where's the trash can so I can throw the, you know, clean the plate off, things like that. But if you think, John, that I'm here to do your Thanksgiving dishes for you, no, honey, that is not my job.
0: i I will sit it next to the sink i will put it in the sink but Mm -hmm. i am not going to be in someone's kitchen scrubbing their fucking dishes and loading their dishwasher first of all
1: how do we know if this is not your finest china that doesn't even belong in the dishwasher and then you're gonna get mad at me because the gold is chipping not my fault okay i'm sorry but like You've been to my house a million times i would first of all i don't want to be doing my damn dishes i don't want to be all up in my space like that you know what i mean like your kitchen sink and your little that's your area i don't want nobody in my shit like that any damn way so put your plate down like we said if there's food on it of course scrape it off into the garbage or whatever they do but that's where that ends they're not here to like you know clean off like i said your whole thanksgiving put all your food away and at the top? No, that's not what a guest is there to do. If anything, you should say, hey, guest, can I get you another drink so you can go sit down and relax and digest your food?
0: Yeah, since you came all this way to fucking travel to me and I am hosting you? Mm -hmm. Or,
1: like I said, if your guests depart. Especially, like, I've I could see both ways where, like, if they depart at a normal hour, maybe they'll clean off the sheets on the bed that they slept on and say, hey, where's your laundry room? But if said guest is leaving at three in the morning in the middle of the night to catch a six, seven a.m. flight, do you think that they're going to just all of a sudden start doing laundry at three in the morning for you before they depart? Like,
0: yeah. Or what
1: sense does that make?
0: Or, like, unloading the dishwasher and... Nobody knows where your shit goes. Yeah, no one knows. Or your fucking recycling bin. Nobody knows. (laughs) You are a fucking host. This is your house. And
1: not only does nobody know, I don't want to know. I'm on (laughs) vacation. I'm not here to do the cleaning. No offense. I mean, I'm sorry. Like, just like I don't expect when someone comes to my house, I would not expect them to do any of those things. I expect the same treatment back because that's just like proper etiquette of hosting.
0: I have never washed my dish at your house you have never washed a dish at my house. No, it's just, just not what you do. Like right. I I completely expect to have to wake up in the morning and clean if I'm going to have a girl's day, but I'm mm-hmm. going to host that girl's day. So that is my fucking prerogative. And I'm going to load my old dishwasher and I'm going to shut the fuck up about it because that's weird.
1: Correct. Now, another thing that just drives me nuts is, okay. Most people, I know me, if I am um, either having someone over or going over to their house, you ask the question of, hey, Terry, what do you like to drink? What's your drink of choice? Or if we're having appetizers or dinner, what kind of appetizers do you like? Things like that. However, if Terry comes over and let's just say I buy her a bottle of, she loves Prosecco. So let's say I get her a couple bottles of Prosecco and Terry likes hummus with some Stacy's chips, right? I can't be mad when that when Terry comes over, she actually drinks and eats those things that I asked her if she wanted. Like, then don't ask and don't offer. Right. Well,
0: I mean, yeah, it's very strange if somebody was to say, Well, I know I asked you what you wanted to drink. I said, You said Prosecco, but you drank it all and you cleaned me out. And now I got to go back to fucking Sam's Club. Well, that's really strange. Why did you ask? Exactly. I would happily go to the corner store and pick up my own fucking shit. If it meant that I didn't have to hear you bitch about how your house is just sure. now ransacked.
1: Next time, just say BYOB. And then yeah, I
0: bring my own
1: shit and I'll drink all of my seven bottles of whatever I buy. But like, yep. don't offer me something. And then when I do go back for seconds and thirds or whatever, look at me like I'm a crazy one.
0: I didn't expect you to drink at all. Mm-hmm. Well, um, don't have a guest. Hosting 101. Hosting
1: is not for you. Guest. Correct. So, what about this? Do you think that it's appropriate to expect, like, let's say I'm coming to your house for a long weekend. Do you expect me to cook you breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Because I'm not cooking for you. I'm telling you, don't <laughs> invite me. Now, mind you, the only no. way I could see this sliding is let's say you have some friend who's some sort of executive chef of some sort and just like that's what they do and They're like hey Tara, i want to come and cook you meal like your house and that's what you i mean hey if that's your cup of tea fine i would let you do something like that. and even then i'm like can we just order like all this mess you're about to make but i would never expect a guest first of all again i don't want someone all up in my space like that in my cabinets you know, what if they use, what if I have the pots where you can't use the metal on and they don't, you know, I don't know.
0: Yeah, we well, nobody but knows. We don't know.
1: Exactly. We're guests. We're guests. Correct. So like, I think it's rude to even think or ask or expect of a guest to cook anything in your house.
0: Uh, I would never do it. So I, I guess I can't relate. But uh, actually, to those who are listening, people do expect those things they their guests. So we just want to warn everybody out there that, Maybe your home training wasn't the same as somebody else's home training.
1: True. True. But I also feel like these are like basics though. Like right?
0: I no? I mean I would I would hope so. I never had someone over to my house and gotten mad that they didn't load my dishwasher or empty they, my dishwasher because they. I think that's very weird. Like I I know where my soap is for the dishwasher. I and only me because it's my house. Or like if if, like health freezes over and I do decide to cook that day, I know where my pots are, not my guest. So again, like if any of these things were an issue, I just wouldn't have a guest.
1: Correct. And that's what we're trying to get across here, guys, is listen, it's okay if you are the type of person that has, certain rules and regulations in your home and you just expect remember like Terry said, pe- most people have a certain way of expectations. If this is not for you, then just don't host, but don't make me feel all bad because you have no hosting etiquette. And now um, we're all pissed off.
0: <laughs> yep. So now, go ahead. <laughs> if you like, again, it's 2020. I'll go ahead and say like wherever you live, it's expensive to travel. It's expensive to buy a plane ticket. It's expensive to buy gas. Either way, that person is either taking off work. If they're not taking off work, they're still sacrificing something that they had to do. They are spending their money and time to come see you. Yeah. So, so make sure that your guest has a nice visit. Like just they are, They already came all this way. Like, can you, like, make it somewhat enjoyable for them? Because this is their downtime. This is their vacation time, and they're choosing to spend it with you.
1: You took the words out of my mouth, girl, and I said, and they're choosing to share it with you in your honor, and then you're going to shit all over me with your bad hosting etiquette. (laughs) Now, don't get it twisted, guys. Home training does not just apply in the home. It basically applies in all aspects of life right oh yeah like another example if we're out in public and the guests offer to maybe buy a meal or a couple of drinks but they're not responsible for your whole weekend like mm-hmm. me, i already traveled to come see you. if anything you should buy me some meals and drinks no offense right or wrong
0: uh correct if if you bought airfare if you bought gas if you made effort, took time off to come see someone. Yeah, no, um, either you split it, maybe get one meal, but I I mean, your guest is not on your fucking payroll Mm -hmm. is what I'm trying to say. Like they're not getting paid to clean your fucking house, load your dishwasher, fucking Mm -hmm. vacuum your floors, wash your sheets. Don't have a guest. If that is your expectation or fucking put them on the payroll.
1: Correct. Correct. And again, I don't want to go too deep on this topic because hopefully you guys will take some home training etiquette for those of you that lack it. But last thing I'm going to say is once this visit is over and your guest departs back to their original hometown and everybody's home safe and sound, there is no need to follow up with the guest of everything that you liked or disliked, especially the dislike part of it. Of course, it's great to reminisce. Like, I had such a great time at the said bar and blah, blah, blah. But if you're just going to say that I'm the shittiest guest in your home because you're the shittiest host, I don't even want to hear about it. I think as a host with etiquette, you would just have this conversation within yourself and then decide to just never invite these people over again.
0: Yeah, like, for example, don't ever say to someone... I had to break down both beds and wash seats, your sheets. I don't give a fuck that you had to load your goddamn washing machine. I don't care. And I don't care that you had to load your dishwasher or put things in the recycling bin. Uh, don't ever have me over again, because right. that is something that is your home. That's your yeah. home. Yeah. I clean my home. Fucking clean yours.
1: Jessica. I'm so. with you, girl. I'm with you. And I just felt like we needed to get that out there because now that Terry and I are interacting with more people, coming across more people just all over the world, we are noticing the lack of etiquette that people have, whether it's responding in a timely manner to emails, whether it's when they invite you to an event or a gathering of some sort. So we just wanted to make sure that we put it out there because we care about everybody and we don't want people looking bad. Like we're looking out for you we all need to get it together. Now, breaking news. Ah! Are you ready, Terry? No, I'm not. Too bad. Cardi B filed for divorce from Offset. I'm oh,
0: shocked. Like this
1: literally just happened like an hour ago, so tomorrow when you guys get this episode, it is it'll still be fresh, y'all. Like it'll still be fresh. So, basically after 3 years of marriage, she is filing supposedly there are more cheating rumors. I don't know if it's true. I had not heard anything up until now, but apparently Offset's been out there doing his thing. I think Cardi's had enough, and she's filing. Um, she wants full custody of Culture, their daughter, uh, who's two years old, so that'll be interesting because that looks like it'll be a... or sounds like it's going to be a battle that's going to play out in court. Um, what do you think, Carrie? I don't,
0: I don't know what to say about this. I'm not... I'm not completely shook. I'm not no. that surprised. No. Yeah. Because I think that there there had been rumors that he had cheated on her prior to her pregnancy. She
1: just dropped WAP saying she don't cook, she don't clean. She got this <laughs> ring and now the ring is gone and she got to cook and clean. I'm so confused. I'm not okay with this.
0: I promise you she's still not cooking and cleaning.
1: You're probably right, girl. <laughs> Do you think that um, they'll reconcile? Because they've reconciled before.
0: Um. Yeah. Probably.
1: You think they're gonna be like that Hollywood couple that like breaks up to make up constantly?
0: Yeah. In six months, I can see them being back together. I you think, I think so? this is. Yeah, I think this is a surface surface thing. And again, she is not cooking. She is not cleaning. She's just not wearing her ring right now. She, she's anna-
1: she don't cook. She don't clean.
0: Yeah, she's got we another. Ring. It. It's just. It's just not on the left finger.
1: I don't know. I mean. I'm a little shook only because WAP just came out and like, how you going to say you don't cook and clean? And you got this ring and now you got no ring. I'm, I'm thinking, okay. I, I, I can't. I, I don't know, girl. I don't know.
0: Well, when you put it that way.
1: I'm just saying I didn't drop WAP. She did. And is it, can it still be my anthem now? Like, is it, does it hold the same now that she's filing? Like,
0: she don't cook. She don't clean.
1: She ain't got no <laughs> man no more. Yeah. <laughs> Girls. Clearly that didn't work. You know, that's yeah. going to be all the memes. Like, I, I know. This just dropped like under an hour ago. Like TMZ just broke it. So it's six o'clock our time is right now. I guarantee by the time we're done recording, because we have our phones off for this. So by the time we're done and you and I get off here, I'm pretty sure I can scroll through Instagram and, or Twitter and find plenty of what memes.
0: <laughs> well, well, let me just say personal side of it. Um, you obviously know Bay
1: mm-hmm. as
0: I know Bay
1: you're' you know, you cook it clean
0: Yeah so this bitch texted him in a group text to me and said that's that listen to the song it's it's uh it's Terry she't cook she don't clean but she's gonna get that ring and, <laughs> was I, am I lying and, and Bay, I, re- I, Bay I, responded and said she cleans <laughs>
1: Bay is a bugaboo, okay. <laughs> and using Clorox wipe don't count, okay. Oh
0: no, G- bitch! I steam these floors. I swiffer these floors. I all right. So I- she clean y'all, but
1: she don't cook.
0: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I don't.
1: Bay does the cooking, so they'll survive. They'll be just fine.
0: I'll has eat Bae cereal. for you yet? Oh yeah.
1: What did he cooked?
0: In Chicken. the air fryer.
1: That ain't even cooking.
0: Oh, uh, some pasta.
1: Like from a box in a jar.
0: Girl bite. Okay, well, isn't so he Italian? Next in celebrity news.
1: Mm-hmm, trying to just brush off why they can't cook shit. Don't think I forgot, y'all.
0: Well, on next week's episode, maybe we will follow up with mm-hmm. what they, Bay cooks in the air fryer. Yeah. Okay. So when the bachelor goes bad. Yeah. What is so- going on with
1: that? Cause I'm sure as we've said before, I'm not a bachelor fan. I don't keep up with them. I I, until you told me the story, I didn't even know who the hell Colton was. But it's bad for Colton right now, girl. Break it down. Oh yeah, I want to know. Break it all the way down.
0: So Colton Underwood on his season decided to stay with Cassie. Cassie Rudolph. Cassie has recently filed for a restraining order against Mm -hmm. Colton after their breakup in May. Because he has allegedly put a tracking device under the bumper of his car or her, her car. car, yes,
1: which is like stage five clinger psycho. Call the popo.
0: And sorry, I need to correct myself. It's not Cassie Rudolph; it's Cassie Randolph. But she has accused him of putting the tracking device under his car, her car, sending <laughs> harassing text messages, and things are can. apparently continuing to escalate. And it has gone further now because the restraining order was granted a temporary until they can get before the judge out in California. So it's going to be in effect until the beginning of October. And so I guess there is some validity to it. I don't know how the judicial system works for family court in California, but it's very difficult, I know, in Florida to get a restraining order. You have to have a lot of backup. You have to have a lot of proof, evidence. Mm-hmm. I So, I mean, she has it. So she's going to have to see him in court and deal with it then. You know, it made me sad when
1: I heard about this, only because no one should have to go through that where, like, someone's putting a tracking device in your vehicle or, like, you know, when it's done, it's done. And it's sad that, like, people have to go to these extremes like I don't obviously I don't know them I'll probably I probably will never know them but like for whatever reason it obviously isn't working out whether it's forever or for now but like it's sad that he has taken it if allegedly if it is true to these levels because no one should have to live in fear of their life like of someone following them stalking them Uh, you know, um, putting a tracker in their vehicle, things like like, that's horrible. Like, I don't wish it on anybody. So I was, again, I don't keep up with these people, but I was sad to hear that because nobody should go through that. Like, that's, like, messed up. Yes. So
0: So I know that what what upsets me is looking at Cassie's page, and Colton obviously has a diehard group of fans behind him. Mm-hmm. But what I want to say to those people, if they're listening, you don't know what goes on behind the scenes. 100%. You have a surface view, but you have no idea what he says, what he does. So I'm not going to completely discredit Cassie, even though, yes, it surprises me based off of the portrayal that we have of Colton Underwood from the show or afterwards, but you don't know what's going on in people's lives. So Absolutely. if a if a judge is even granting a temporary order, that means there, there's where there's smoke, there's calm. fire. Yeah, I agree. I there's agree. smoke, there's fire.
1: I agree. I feel, like I said, I feel bad just because no one should go through that. It's No one should have to live in fear of someone harassing them in any way, shape, or form. So if it is true, and like you said, where there's smoke, there's fire, well, then I hope that the judge does what the judge has to do and protects this person because, again that is messed up. And then I also, with that said, I hope that he gets whatever help he needs if he is behaving this way, because you should never behave like that. If someone says, Hey, I don't want to be with you for whatever reasons, whether you like it or not, or you agree or don't agree, that's not up to you once they've made that clear that they don't want to be with you and you have to move on. You know what I mean? You can't force yourself upon people because that's not right. That's not okay. And you can't, people in fear of their lives because you're not okay with something ending yeah so with that said ending I was just gonna say (laughs) I am not okay with the Kardashians ending after 14 years Terry I am freaking devastated I've been dying to have this conversation with everybody because I know you don't care as much but I don't care you're gonna listen and listen for a long time like I cannot believe the Kardashians is coming to an end. They have been on the air for 20 seasons, 14 years. I mean, we watched Kylie and Kendall grow up, like, before our eyes. We've Mm -hmm. obviously seen the complete transformation of everybody from, like, who did it and why to the full glow up. I mean, I'm shook. Uh, So they came out with a joint statement Um, that was signed by Kris Jenner along with Kourtney Kardashian, Kim Kardashian-West, Khloe Kardashian, Rob Kardashian, Kendall Jenner, Kylie Jenner, and Scott Disick. Um, Mm -hmm. And it said that it is with a heavy heart that we say goodbye to keeping up with the Kardashians. Uh, Let's see. After what will be 14 years, 20 seasons, hundreds of episodes, and several spinoffs, we have decided as a family to end this very special journey. We are beyond grateful to all of you who have watched us for all these years through the good times, the bad times, the happiness, the tears, and the many relationships and children. We'll forever cherish the wonderful memories and countless people we've met along the way. The family thanked uh, E, the production team, and of course Ryan Seacrest, who was the executive producer of the show since the very beginning. Um, E also released a statement along uh, their statement. Uh, And it's just very sad. Like, it's very sad to me because it feels like it's the end of an era. Like, I've watched the Kardashians basically as far back as I can remember. I mean, 14 years, you know? But, like, yeah. I've been an A1, Day 1 fan since the very beginning. And, like, I don't know. Like, how am I going to know what the hell is going on? If when <laughs> I'm, like, I mean, I know that it's always, like, six months later. But I want to see what, like, was really going on. Like, we're never going to get, like the behind the scenes that we got for like, not to bring up sad times, but like the Chloe and Tristan thing and like the Courtney and Scott. like, okay, Scott is single now. Now we're not going to get to watch him and Courtney (laughs) and make baby number four. Like we're never going to see that now. I mean, what about Chicago, true stormy North? Like how am I supposed to watch them grow up and say all the cute things? I mean, I know we get the little 30 second videos, but that's not
0: enough. That is not enough for me. It's going to be keeping up with the cousins, number one. Definitely. That is going to be a spinoff at some point, some way, somehow it'll happen.
1: I don't think so. I think they are so rich now. I think and they, they make TV.
0: they make more money from the social media posts. Is what I I'm did seeing.
1: read that that they have realized and not that they realize. I'm sure they realized it a long time ago, but yes, they are making a lot more money doing other things that they don't really need this little petty e income. Basically, mm-hmm. but like, what about us? What about the fans? Like, yeah. I'm what here- about Vanessa? Thank you. Like thank you. Like, I don't know what I'm gonna like what am I gonna do? I'm completely devastated. I thank God there's two more seasons. Um, the one coming up that starts actually Thursday, and then one morning after that, and then like that's it. We're done. So I don't know. I'm pretty devastated. I've been crying myself to sleep every night. <laughs> no, I mean like it just like I understand, like we all knew eventually it would come to an end. And it's how I felt when the hills ended. Yes. Like,
0: like I, I was really torn. I was very upset.
1: I don't know, girl. I'm very upset about this. But obviously, Chris Jenner's not going to call me for my opinion on whether they <laughs> stay on or not. So I guess they're going. Um, so we'll see what the next uh, season plays out. Obviously, that's going to be all COVID-like boring. And then whatever goes on. So whatever. Highly depressed about that. But life goes on. So
0: Cardi B's so- get
1: divorced, Cardi is over, and The Bachelor. I always knew that they were all weirdos, so no sweat off my back. Wow, oh, right?
0: you stop it. I'm just saying, girl. This Colton's a weirdo.
1: Whatever. But
0: since it's just the two of us, we have to go back to a tradition for Girl Wide um, Podcast, which is the weekly review segment.
1: Yes, because we have been slacking on that. And obviously, like you said, we haven't been we haven't done our own show, which I was actually really excited to do just you and I, like I said, I love having guests and it's fun because me and Terry are getting an opportunity to meet all these new cool people that like, without this podcast, we probably would have not probably would have never met. Literally. yeah. Danielle Dodd. I want to talk about that episode last week real quick was like, so cool. Like married at first sight. Like, I think it's a great show. I've watched it since season two. Like I said, on last week's episode. Um, And the fact that like, we got to meet her, she was so nice. I mean, she's literally like just a regular girl, easy to talk to. So that part's really cool. And then like just all the other people that we've been meeting lately, like I'm so happy about that. Like, it's definitely we're we're getting there, girl. We are getting there. This podcast is getting there. Um, let well, us know it's... too, like what fan like who you guys want us to interview. Like, not promising that we can always get them because some people there's schedule conflicts and things like that, but we will do our best. So if there's somebody that you guys would love for us to have a conversation with, let us know. And trust me, we will do our very best to try to get them on at some point or another.
0: I think my favorite part of, of the interviews that we've had is realizing, because one of the questions for our question for everyone has been, how do you handle with social media and their haters? And Mm -hmm. so We've gotten very similar answers between the last four that we've interviewed, which I thought was very interesting. Like either you ignore it or you you want to question them and you wonder why? Why are you so angry? Because you have to still remember that these are real people. Yep. And they're putting, they're putting their family and themselves on a television show for the world to just criticize them. And some people just shred into them. So it's been very like humbling to watch, you know, then be vulnerable well doesn't it
1: give you like at least for me like okay like danielle dot i always liked her on her sh- on the series and i saw eczema you know whenever it came out i think it was 2018 when her and bobby originally got married whatever i always liked her um and i could see how there were you know but i understand it i think that's what people fail to understand that like she said perfectly there is they're recording uh 40 to 60 hours a week but you're getting an hour episode a week. And then when you break it down by X amount of couples, you're literally seeing like 20 minutes if you're lucky of that couple or that person on any really reality TV show, unless it's just solely about that one person. And and again, even when it's about that one person, all the, after all the editing is done, I mean, you and I know both like this podcast, obviously we edit it not to the degree that is edited for TV, but like, you know, there's parts in the beginning where just Terry and I just like, all right, you ready? And we go. And so, yes, I understand that once the final product is released, it's always not maybe what it was originally when you originally filmed it and taped it because things are chopped and put together and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. And then all that criticism they get, but what I think that for me, what it's brought, it's obviously I've always known that these are all real people, but like, it makes you really realize that, yes, these are just real regular folks who are just, kind of going who yeah. now they are going through exactly what we're going through they're going through covid right now they got errands to run kids to be like the whole thing you know
0: people think because that they are on tv that they're untouchable or on a platform and they're not like literally they could be your fucking neighbor so be respectful like just yeah. stop being a hater I and agree. if you don't if you don't like somebody scroll on go away like don't say ew i hate that person uh Nobody cares. Well, like you said,
1: and this will be a little repetitive because we talked about it on a different recording that it'll come up, but it's true. Like when we had Danielle Dodd on, you know, we had some people comment, like, what did the one lady say? Like, oh, no thanks, done, or no thanks,
0: next, or oh, Republicans, next, hate them, like, ew. And I'm like, what, where did this have anything to do with politics? I want to know because, (laughs) and,
1: and then, like you said, just scroll like the fact that you take the time to pause hit the button to start typing a comment out send it out like girl bye boy bye like scroll on that is just too much energy so a lot i just want to touch on those things um i'm excited that this week it's just you and i so yes let's jump into your favorite my favorite everybody's favorite i think the weekly reviews and this is these are pretty good ones so let's hear
0: Weekly review today is of a which I didn't know existed a tattoo removal from home, like where you, you know, you put it on and it fades. Mm -hmm. So it's called Wrecking Bomb Tattoo Fade System. (sighs) Sorry, I had to take a breath. Don't get it in your eyes.
1: Mm.
0: Four stars. I bought this for my wife who wanted to remove a tattoo from above her buttocks. I believe they call it a tramp stamp. The tattoo said Ronnie, which is the name of one of her ex-boyfriends. So you can understand how I decided to spend the money on getting the damn tattoo removed. My wife didn't really want to get it removed. Although she denied it, I think that she was still into this Ronnie guy. (laughs) She would always visit him in jail, as well as send him letters and photos. So I found this product at a local Wegmans. I didn't tell my wife.
1: Foreign, yeah, like buttocks and certain things.
0: (laughs) So I think he's European. Yeah. I didn't tell my wife what it was. Instead, explaining to her that it was a tattoo enhancement cream. I told her that it would sting a little, but that it was just getting the job done. Dad. So I found this product. And, sorry.
1: Killing yourself.
0: I am killing myself. <laughs> so you have to understand that my wife is a big girl. Let's just say that she's constantly wearing jogging pants and refers to them as her regular pants so she couldn't really see the tattoo herself when she looked in the mirror. Yeah. Even when she tried to use the mirror, it was hard to make out the tattoo, so I thought everything would turn out okay. While the cream worked, every evening I would apply the cream for her, telling her that the tattoo was looking better and better, but in fact, fading more and more. I, tried, I told her that the microderm evasion thingy was actually a tattoo polisher I'm and dead. so I would spend a good 15 minutes every night grinding away at the damn tattoo. And it was almost gone entirely.
1: She's basically peeling her skin off later by yeah. layer. is what it sounds like.
0: Now you have? Yeah. Well, the cream worked. Every evening I would apply the cream for her, telling her that the tattoo was looking better. Then Bronnie got out of jail. Oh, Lord. It turns out my suspicions were correct. My wife still had a thing for him. I came home from work one evening to find Ronnie and my wife hanging out on the couch. and Boy, did they look pissed. And Ronnie was a pretty tough looking guy. Apparently, I'm not trying to insinuate anything here, but somehow Ronnie had noticed the bare space just above my wife's buttocks. And he asked her about it. And now he was pissed off because he had bought her the tattoo to begin with. And she was also pissed because I had tricked her into having it removed. Long story short, I had the option of getting my ass kicked or buying a new tattoo. I'm fucking dead. So we went to the tattoo place, shelled out the cash for a new tattoo, and winced the entire time as Ronnie and my wife watched me get the words, Ronnie's bitch tattooed on my chest.
1: I'm dead. Oh my God. Since
0: then, my wife has kicked me out, and Ronnie is now living in my house. And me, I'm on my second tube of Wrecking Balm tattoo fade system. I can't tell you how much I love this product.
1: I'm fucking dead. Like, there's so many things wrong with this whole story. The fact that his wife is writing. <laughs> Iranian. is this a real story is this a real review
0: this is a real amazon review guys like it, go look at it if you want to I'm, dead. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I'm so dead right now i cannot like boy bye y'all yeah, all y'all so, need some help
0: wrecking bomb tattoo fade system and i'm showing vanessa right now it comes with like a kit where you buff it out like
1: you're literally peeling the skin away, obviously. Like that's yeah. all I can imagine that it is. Like, I'm shook.
0: But honestly, now that I've started watching 90 Day Fiance because of our guests and Married at First Sight and and all of them, like, I reviews like this, I'm like, yeah, it probably happened <laughs> because that's I've true. seen worse on these shows. Like, we have that's we true. have been we've been blessed enough to interview like the more normal of. The groups like the yes. success stories and the yes. couples that like actually have like good in their heart but there are some people where it's just like oh my god what are you doing with your life so that i'm like yeah it probably not
1: <laughs> you're probably right because you're right like watching like terry likes love after lockup i can't get through this show y'all like i'm sure terry is not the only one i'm sure there are many terry's in the world who are loving this show I cannot with this wretched ass shit. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm not meeting. Like, first of all, I ain't nobody's prison pen pal. Nobody's. I ain't gonna be covering your parole charges and your jobless hat. Like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm sorry that I just. I'm not cut from that cloth. Like, sorry, Nothing. But
0: Vanessa has also always said that she loves a prison bod, a fresh oh, I do. jail bod.
1: I do, but it doesn't mean I'm gonna carry his ass through the prison. Right? <laughs> I want him out. Once he's out, call me. But don't call don't call me while you're in prison, girl. Yeah. Commissary ain't cheap, okay? And yeah. you think that I'm supporting that bill. No, no, no. I mean when he's fresh out, like fresh out. Uh, business, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, girl. I don't
1: mean like I ain't nobody's um uh, sugar A bomb com- for the prison. No. I was going to you- say
0: commissary, bitch. <laughs> no,
1: ma'am. And I'm not coming to do no conjugal visits with you and everybody watching up. And- no, no, I'm not for I'm not for that. And you know, the prisons are far away, girl. I'm not putting all the miles on my car to go see nobody. Mm-mm. Oh my
0: God. You would have to go so far. Like mm-hmm.
1: they're always in the boonies somewhere, like Yo. in no man's land. Okay. Um, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Sorry, not happening. But wait, I want to get people's opinions. Cause now we have the ability to offer video. So I wanna know if people are even interested before I even get into that world. Cause that's like a whole nother job of editing and things like that and more layers to add on to already what we've got going on. And I am happy to do an ad for our fans. But I want to know that they're gonna actually watch and want to have it. So I need to know. Y'all need to tell me. Need to DM. If we get if y'all don't say nothing, I'm just gonna keep doing what we're doing. Because... Who
0: watches Love After Lockup?
1: Oh god, nobody. Just you, put, Terry. You, you. And it, just like two other people that I know.
0: Put it in the DM so that we can um, start spamming their shit and have them on.
1: Well, uh, I told Terry I don't want other people on, but I mean, if y'all really want it, I'm here for my girl wife fans. Okay, this is what I do all day, every day for you guys. So if there is somebody, and like I said earlier, if there's anybody, whether it's love after lockup or <laughs> anything else, like, we are so down to uh, try to get them on the show. Again, doesn't always work out the way we want because of schedule conflicts and things like that, but we will do our damnness to get anybody on, basically.
0: Yeah, we, we slide in everybody's DMs. Sure we do. No shame.
1: We ain't got no shame. You can't have no shame in this game because- uh-huh. What else are we supposed to do, girl? (laughs) I'm just saying. So I think we're about done for this week. Um, Probably cutting a little bit shorter than normal, but we have been recording already for the last, like, few hours. So this will have to do for you guys, because we are just so busy bringing you guys so much new content, like, literally all day, every day. So for sure, tell all of your friends and families to subscribe to us on Anywhere they listen, we are basically not basically we are everywhere and every platform, even platforms I didn't even know we were on, we are on. So
0: we are hello to our India yes, followers. To
1: all our India followers. And Ghana, in Bangladesh. Bangladesh, Ghana. Um, that is their listening platform there. It's a huge listening platform in India and it definitely shows. So we we see you guys. We are so happy to have you guys. Send us your DMs, let us know that you're listening. Uh, but with that said, as always, thank you for listening. We hope that you enjoyed this week's episode. If you loved it, please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to. If you hated it,
0: walk the fuck away.
1: Exactly. And we really mean that. If you're not already following us, find us on Instagram at girl underscore why underscore podcast and on Facebook and Twitter at girl why podcast. Thanks again. And we promise that the next couple of weeks are going to be super exciting with super exciting, um, recordings for you guys so stay tuned follow subscribe stay safe stay covid free anything else that i'm missing girl
0: no but we love you india
1: we love you goodbye
0: bye